Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And because of a breaking story that happened, uh, I was asked to um, compile some blind items so we could eventually talk about that big story. So for the very last segment, make sure you're tuned in so we can get some really juicy details of what happened with that big exit that was announced yesterday. And trust me, you do not want to miss it. Um, so here are some blind items. Um, some of them had already been recorded. Um, this one was recorded. I dropped it and re-recorded it so I could let you know why you're not getting the Britney deep dive. And instead, we're going back to the weekend of blinds. So <clears throat> um, this blind comes to us from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, head on over there. And it's called Not So Charitable. We told you before that this TV personality's husband had taken a lot from her without her permission. We suggested that she hire a forensic accountant to help her figure out where everything went in preparation for a divorce. Well, the situation just got more interesting. Basically, even if he did take money or things from her, he has several legal defenses. He could say that it was community property, or he could say that she had given him permission to take the items while she was drunk or high and she doesn't remember. There's no paperwork, so it could turn into a he said, she said argument that could go either way. However, he got greedy and did something really stupid. You see, there was a a large amount of money that was supposed to go to a charity. He misdirected it right into his own pocket. Depending on exactly how he did this, his, his activity could be classified as grand theft or felony embezzlement. If there were write-offs as charitable deduction, we could be talking about tax fraud as well. He could go to prison for this. Well, while she wanted to get her money and her things back, our TV star was not thinking about the possibility that her husband could go to jail. Thinking about the impact this would have on their children, child or children, is completely freaking her out. And uh, and I I must have missed this. I don't know how or um, what happened. But apparently, Wendy has been hinting that her her soon-to-be ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, could be going to jail. And now we know why. And in case you needed me to clarify, Wendy Williams and Kevin Hunter are definitely my guests um, for this because, honestly, it makes the most damn sense. Um, You know, it's it's one of those things where we could argue and whatnot, but ultimately, at the end of the day, She's the most likely improbable, um, and it's already been revealed um, that Kevin Hunter was stealing from her. And I mean, what what kind of person steals from their own wife? Like, I don't know, maybe, and I'm sure you all will let me know that I'm wrong, and that's fine, I respect it. But to me, it's like, what the actual, you know? Um, and then to steal from a charity on top of that. Now, there's no evidence that this is the case, uh, but I'm wondering if it wasn't the Hunter Foundation, which was supposed to help um, people with substance abuse problems, and that 
Wendy shut down unexpectedly. Again, there's nothing to corroborate that theory. There's no reason for us to even think that that's um, that that's something that would happen. Uh, but it is what's been on my mind. You know, the first time I read this, I the, that was my first thought. I was like, because it was right after she announced that she was shutting down the organization. And usually with blind gossip, there's a correlation between their blinds and um, something that hit the news. So she may have actually taken some suggestions and um, hired a forensic accountant. Or maybe her attorney or someone discovered these discrepancies. Um, And we know, here's the other thing, um, her son Kevin Hunter Jr. was arrested uh, for assaulting his father. And then, I, I hate to say this because it sounds like an old cartoon, but later that same day, he was um, out in Chicago with her, making an um, she was making an appearance at um, like SnapCon or something for a company that had actually sponsored the Hunter Foundation. Now I'm all about people honoring their contracts and whatnot. I mean, come on, who's not about that life? But. I'm also curious as to why she was doing that. You know, because I'm sure she could have gotten out of it if she wanted to. Um, Unless she got paid um, an extra fee or something. That I don't know. But it seems very unlikely. But it does seem likely that I'm going to take a break and I will be right back. And I'm back. So... This next one is really juicy, but knowing, um, I couldn't really decipher a popular answer. Well, there is one, and we'll talk about it, but it's definitely not the right one. Um, and I'll explain why I'm saying that in a minute. Um, it comes to us from Blind Gossip, and it is called Affair on a TV Series. It says, we've talked before about this TV show that won't be back for another season, While the following event is not the reason the show ended, it is causing plenty of turmoil on the set. Or, it was causing plenty of turmoil on the set. One of the female stars of the show was caught in flagrant delecto having an affair with the spouse of one of the producers of the show. As you can imagine, all hell broke loose. However, because the actress was one of the main characters, it would have been difficult to replace her without creating a lot of problems and raising a lot of questions. So the producer and the actress simply continued to work together, with everyone in the cast and crew knowing exactly why things were so tense between them. So the, the most popular guest is Traji P. Henson from Empire. And that's not right. Now, something like this may have happened, um, but it's definitely not this blind because of one sentence um, 
And it's not even a full sentence, I don't think. Um, we've talked about this TV show before. Or we've talked before about this TV show that won't be back next season. Here's the thing. Empire still has another season. It, season six will be its last. But reading this as written, um, it, it really negates... Um, it really negates um, not coming back. So... I get the, I, I get wanting to create more drama around that show, but unfortunately, this isn't it. I would guess, however, um, that this was Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. It just, um, it just wrapped its run, so it, it won't be back for another season. And, um, I think there are plenty of, um, there are plenty of producers on the show um, that this could be. Um, and there actually is a female producer, uh, there's two female producers, Three, um, Caroline Strauss and Bernadette Caulfield were executive producers, and Lisa McMatakini um, was a producer. Uh, so there are a lot of um, a lot of possibilities there, and. Um, Lena has talked about, you know, embracing the bad and, and things like that. Now, she was, of course, talking about her character, Cersei. But there's, there's something to... I, there's something to an actress reveling in, in badness, I think. Um, we look at Shannon Doherty, um, who at one point really reveled in being wild and whatever... Um, and, you know, she's unapologetic, unapologetic about it, but it, it also stands to the reason that there are, she probably did things that we knew nothing about, um, and because social media wasn't a thing at the height of her fame, we probably will never know. Um, Lena, however, didn't get that, um, she wasn't that lucky, you know, social media is a thing. Although, I'm very surprised that since it is a thing that we don't know about it. But, and you know, with directors and, and actors or, you know, fellow actors, um, it, it's much more noticeable when they don't work with somebody again. Uh, like, if Lee Daniels and Jesse Smollett never work together again, it would never really dawn on us, I don't think. Whereas... If Taraji and Jesse never worked together again, we'd be like, oh, you know, she supported him and she was all about him. Why in the world, you know, would she stop talking to him or why would she not work with him again? Now, of course, they would probably be 
running in two very different circles in terms of work, but um, it would still be very surprising, you know, if he had another TV series or she had another TV series, um, that they wouldn't at least try to coax one another. I mean, all of the friends have made appearances on the various um, shows, except for, I don't think anyone's ever stopped by Matt LeBlanc's shows, but that's a whole different thing, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, I would place my money on this being uh, Lena Headey. And, it's, and one of the main reasons, before I go, I just want to say this. One of the main reasons is there is so much nudity on the show that it wouldn't really be all that surprising um, that she was walking around naked. And, you know, maybe something... The husbands or the partners, Mr. Mister, stood at attention and one thing led to another. But I'm going to go for right now and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Also, we're going to be keeping with the Game of Thrones blinds. Um, this was not planned, honestly. Um, but it happens sometimes, you know. Um, this is called Game of Wellness. It comes to us from Blind Gossip. And here we go. Now that the Game of Thrones finale has aired, its cast is moving on. And one of them may have moved to a very surprising place. They have been spotted on a couple they have been spotted a couple of times in the past week, right outside of a renowned rehab facility. The facility is located in a small town. It's not one of those facilities that locks down its patients, so they may be seen out and about while being treated. While we can't get confirmation that our star has actually been admitted to the facility, they have been known to imbibe a little too much, and there are a few other reasons why they would be in this particular town. Oh, and there are few other reasons why they would be in this particular town and right next to this particular facility. Then again, even if they were being treated there, it would it would be unlikely for them to admit that they were receiving help for substance abuse. We'd probably receive some sort of wellness vacation excuse, like some other celebs we know. And overwhelmingly... Um, um, people think that this is Kit Harrington. Um, there was an event um, with his wife Rose and Amelia Clark, and he was a no show for that. And he was seen in Madison, Connecticut, which is right near a rehab center. Um, so, and allegedly, um, during the whole naked picture, um, extortion scandal that he faced down, uh, earlier this year, actually, um, one of the things that kept coming up was he was probably drunk at the time, and indeed the pictures of him lying naked on the bed do give the appearance that he is not sober. I'm not sure why that is. Um, you know, that's 
that's not for me. I, I host a show called Drunk Gossip, so... <laughs> um, really, I have no room to talk. Um, but... Um, if, if he was drinking, it would actually kind of make sense that um, his wife Rose would stand by his side. And... Um, he would wait until after the show was over... Um, you know, in case there was any reshoots that were needed, or, uh, and, and, you know, with a show like Game of Thrones, a lot of publicity happens. Um, there are a lot of comic cons that, um, the cast and crew go to. There are a lot of, um, just everything like that. So... Again, I would, I'm not really surprised. Um, but if he's being spotted out near the rehab facility, as is alleged, I'm a little bit curious as to why. Like, if you're trying to keep something secret, you generally don't want to flaunt it. And it's not like he can say, oh, you know, I'm filming or whatever. And we've seen what happened last time he tried to lie, when they killed off Jon Snow on Game of Thrones. Um, he didn't book any projects, and it looked really, really suspicious um, when it came to, you know, why he wasn't booking projects. So I imagine that he's learned from that mistake and either will... Um, he will either have to admit it or take take some time and come up with a really feasible excuse. Um, you know, visiting family and friends for vacation would seem really odd since his wife wasn't with him, um, and she's not filming. And he was he was scheduled to be um, to make the appearance with her. Um, so vacation wouldn't work. Um, the only other thing that he could possibly say is, I don't um, last minute something came up, I don't know. Um, this is why I would be really bad at, um, PR, because I can't come up with a good excuse off the top of my head. Um, but I am gonna go, and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, we're going to switch, um, we're going to go back to Blind Gossip, but for right now, we're going to switch over to Crazy Days and Nights, because he had a very juicy blind item. It's up to the political arena, so I do want to warn you, um, but it, it's not political at all. Um, it just involves political figures. So, th- as I said, this is from Crazy Days and Nights. It's a very juicy, classic NT lawyer um, blind item, and it's called The Truce. I mean, it isn't like World War One Christmas Day truce, but I think if you went up to random people and asked if these two people would ever get along, you would get a laugh until you, you would laugh until you started crying. These two people are complete opposites on the political spectrum. One is way, way, way over on the left, and the other is way, way, way over on the right. There is one thing that brings them together. One. And it is what makes them very unlikely bedfellows. 
Not that they would get into bed together. I mean, I don't think that would happen. Yeah, that would be the blind of the century if that ever transpired. I I previously have discussed one of the people in this pairing. He is an A-list California politician who has some uh, moments caught on camera that he would really like to not have come out. Most of those these moments involve drug use and some sexual situations that are worthy of a 70s porn film director with a vivid imagination and multiple people at his disposal. Over the past year, this politician has been forced to discuss the situation with someone, which then caused the other person to join in the crusade. He has his own reasons for not wanting the recordings to be made public. Although... Although they would like to own the recordings, this unlikely pair would be perfectly happy to have them destroyed, too. The problem they have faced from the onset is that money is not going to be a factor. The person in possession of the recordings is wealthier than both of them. Both of the parties buy a lot. I mean, it, is, it isn't even close. So while at last, the secret alliance is one for the books, and something no one would ever conceive occurring... So, the most popular um, guest for the A-list politician is um, Gavin Newsom. Um, For the far-right figure, Donald Trump Jr. For the one thing that they have in common, um, Kimberly, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name, who was married to um, Gavin at one point and is now in a relationship with Donald Trump Jr., um, and it, there have been rumors for a long, long, long time that um, Gavin had some very, very explicit videos and pictures out there. In fact, it, is, uh, it was alleged that Kimberly got fired from Fox News for showing pictures of Gavin's dick to some of her co-hosts um, and colleagues. Um, this has not been substantiated um, but that that has always been the talk of why she was so abruptly fired. Um, and apparently, word on the street is she's very nimble um, in the bedroom. Which would explain why Trump Jr. and Newsom were or are so fond of her. Um, it, and she would probably um, have enough pull with both of them to make sure these recordings were never seen, uh, especially if she's part of them. That would, that would destroy her career at the very least. Um, it would obviously bring Gavin down, and it would embarrass um, Donald Trump Jr. and his family at a time when they're really struggling to uh, change the perception of the family. I don't know if they're actually really struggling. I was being kind. Um, but the billionaire have the billionaire has people kind of up in arms. Um, a lot of people were guessing someone in the Getty family, but uh, the Newsom family and the Getty family are very, very close. So while it's while it's possible, and no one's going to argue that it's not, I just don't see. How that would do anyone any good. Um, But again, you know, I'm not going to argue that it's definitely not them. Because, frankly, it could be. (laughs) Um, 
I mean, let's be real here. Um, it, it totally could be them. I just don't think it is. On the other hand, um, there were some some weird names thrown out. Um, Musk, Elon Musk, was thrown out as a possibility, and I could I could kind of see a little bit of fire in him, um, and I could definitely see him playing both sides and trying to get what he wanted. But I'm gonna go with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Zuckerberg has expressed an interest in politics and would probably need uh, someone to help him. Um, He would probably need someone to maybe give him a hand or, um, you know, put out the good word about him to people uh, if he were to enter the political arena. Um, uh, so that would, that's why he would hold it over Newsom's head. With Trump Jr., um, I think it would be more business. Make sure your dad doesn't regulate us. Make sure you no know, charges are brought against anyone in my company. Don't make my company look bad. Um, he, I don't think he's the majority stockholder any longer, um, but he's still the face of the company, and we know that he had to testify. Um, there were a million and one memes about how he looked like uh, Spock from Star Trek. That shout out for Mandy! Um, and I, I don't know, I just... Honestly, the thought of, first of all, the thought of Newsom and Trump Jr. in bed, as much as this is sick to admit, it's kind of (laughs) hot. And I'm going to get into so much trouble for Mo when he hears that. He's going to scream at me. Um, But more than it, more than that, though, let's, you know, let's be serious for a second. Um, it, that really tickles my knees. It, like, kind of pulls out the Jackie Collins part of me that, you know, wants to kind of step in and do what she used to do. And, you know, this might just get me off my death to do it. Of course, I have, like, 8,000 projects, but whatever. Um, I want to know what you guys think. Who do you think is the billionaire in this situation? Or... Uh, who do you if if you don't think it's Newsom and and um, Trump Jr. Who do you think it is? Leave me a voice message um, on Anchor, and we are going to we are totally going to uh, revisit this segment at some point in time, and I want to hear what your thoughts are. I'm gonna go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Um, and we're we've traveled back to blind gossip territory. Um, this one is called A Movie Star Walks Into a Bar. It says, A handsome movie star was spotted in a bar in a major city in the past week. You are going to be shocked when you hear what he was doing. No, he wasn't on some sort of bender or snorting up piles of coke or getting into fights. 
he was on a date. <gasps> the shock. <laughs> we were a couple of tables away from him. He was obviously on a date. They both seemed very drunk, but they kept ordering cocktails. They also had a bottle of whiskey on the table. He told the server several times, my girlfriend wants another drink. So she wasn't just a one-night stand. So what did she look like? She was wearing a short red dress. She was average height, pretty in her 20s. She had long, straight blonde hair, but she looked Latina. They kept to themselves, and I couldn't hear their exact conversation, but they seemed very happy and were laughing a lot. I thought I heard her saying a few words in either Spanish or Portuguese. How did they behave? There there was a lot of PDA. They were hugging and kissing. At one point, she was sitting on his lap and had her arms wrapped around his neck while she was kissing him. They left around midnight. They were holding hands on the way out. Sounds like fun. So why in the world would we tell you that you are going to be shot? Well, because our handsome movie actor is very married to a young female movie star. Oh, yes. We've told you before that this marriage started out as a marketing setup and was on tenuous ground when they got married. The fact that he was so brazenly out on a date with another woman in public signals that their relationship has significantly cooled and is now heading towards its end. So... Um, this is, this has to be Michael Fassbender and, um, Alicia Vikander. Um, again, um, in an, an unusual, um, display of unity, Blind Gossip and Crazy Days and Nights both said, um, that Alicia and Michael were not a real couple. Um, they've insinuated uh, several times um, that Alicia prefers the company of ladies. Um, th- that's not one. That's not part of what they agree on, though. All they, all the two sides agreed on was that it was a fake relationship. Um, Crazy Days and Nights is the one who suggested that Alicia was uh, more interested in women. Um, Michael was interested in. Changing his image. Um, at the time, he was starting to pick up bigger roles and whatnot. But um, he was most well known for his full frontal scene in a movie called Shame, um, which revealed that he has a very large dick and is not afraid to show it off. Um, Shame wasn't a hit. It wasn't... I don't even know if many people know what it is. Um, you know, I only know because I was one of the people who knew him for having a very big dick. Um, and I'm not sorry. Like, he would totally be my type. Um... But um, back to the actual blind. Since we know that this was a fake relationship, um, it was only a matter of time before it came to an end. And uh, Michael has Dark Phoenix coming out. 
And when usually you can tell when a celebrity has a movie coming out because they also announce a breakup or a divorce or something. Uh, right, right near that time. Um, uh, to go back to uh, Jesse Smollett for just a second, I know we weren't talking about him, but we did it in another segment. <laughs> um, let's go back to him. When he when his attack happened, he had a new single coming out. Um, within a couple of weeks, um, and he was getting ready to shoot the music video and all of that. And then he's attacked and he has all this publicity surrounding him. Um, and I think that does lead credence to he did it for attention. But um, that's not why I bring that up. Um, the reason why I bring it up is... Um, With, with Dark Phoenix coming out, now would be the perfect time to start starting out and hinting at an affair to drum up more publicity. Now, um, Dark Phoenix is being released under the Fox label, but it's a Disney movie um, because Disney own, owns Fox. It was shot as a Disney movie, um, or I should say it was filmed as a Disney movie, or as a Fox movie, um, but it's going to have the Disney muscle part of it. Um, and this could be the last of this series of X-Men. So he, you know, he no longer needs to seem like he's, you know, this good married man. Um, now he can be single and date around a little bit if he so chooses. And just before I end this segment... I want to say, just because he kept calling her his girlfriend, I think we do need to keep in mind that that doesn't mean that she necessarily is. Um, It could be a hookup. Um, He could have just been trying to get her into bed. Um, All we know, for for the purposes of of this segment, we're choosing to believe that he's being honest and that she's his girlfriend. Um, But there are a number of other things that I think need to be considered. And consider this. I'm going to go, and I'm coming back. And I'm back. And the segment that you all came to hear. The final segment. Um, Okay, so first of all, I just want to say this. The only reason why I'm doing this blind um, is because it's a jumping off point for another conversation. Um, I don't know if the two are related. um, But... I think there I think there's a very distinct possibility that it could be. Um and my brain right now is trying to twist it into an even more dramatic situation. So um, without further ado, um this comes from this comes to us from Blind Gossip, and it is called Kissing Season. Here's an interesting piece of gossip that will shock followers of this popular reality competition. Two of its regular cast members were actually a couple. And it seemed like it and it seems like it was more than just a short fling. They were hot and heavy that 
entire season. Anytime we were not on air, they were in each other's dressing rooms, hotel rooms, wherever, kissing backstage. However, they never went public with their romance. Why not? Well, at least one of them was publicly involved with a different celebrity. You saw their photos splashed across the media at the same time our couple was going at it in privates. Um, most people are guessing Adam Levine and Christina Aguilera. Which, I don't know that they truly fit this. Um, I would go more with Adam Levine and Shakira, but, um, as I said, the blind, I mean, the blind is obviously very juicy and very interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm actually really, truly hoping that, um, with the revelation that Adam Levine is leaving the voice, we get a, we get a reveal on this one. Um, I don't know if we will, but... So, as I just stated, Adam Levine is leaving The Voice. And... It's... It's sending shockwaves throughout the TV industry right now. Why is that? Well... He was presented... Or he was at NBC's Upfront, which is a big sign that the network plans on keeping you. And, and um, for, he's been on The Voice since the very beginning. He's been on for 16 cycles. I hate that they call them seasons because they're not really, I guess they are full seasons because twice a week. But to me, it's not um, 16 seasons. Anyway, um, he's, he's been on since the very beginning. Um, he and Blake Shelton have been the cornerstones of the show. And, um, apparently he just was not pleased with anything this season. Um, he didn't, he didn't like the new rule that, um, every judge wouldn't be... Um, that not every judge would have representation. And in fact, he didn't have any representation at all in the semifinals or the, um, and obviously the finals. Um, and a lot of people say that that led to, um, a lot of people are saying that that led to him being let go. Um, and his antics on camera left a lot to be desired. Um, he was rude. A lot of times he wouldn't even make comments about other coaches' teams. It it honestly was like, dude, why are you even here? You're just collecting a paycheck at this point. Um, and, but first let's back up a little bit. Um, In season 15, he made a really big faux pas. Um, He had two singers. Um, 
I don't, I think his name, the male singer's name was Devante. Um, Devante performed and, and apparently did all right. Um, but there was another singer, um, her name was Reagan. She was a lot younger. And Adam basically threw Reagan under the bus, or I'm sorry, he threw Devante under the bus and, and said, you know, vote for Reagan. She couldn't perform tonight because she's not feeling well, yada, yada, yada. And um, Devante got sent home as a result of that. And people were up in arms saying, how can you do that? Um, Adam Levine said, oh, you know, Reagan reminds me of my daughter. Um, this, just all sorts of corny shit. Producers were mad. But they didn't think that the scandal would follow him. They thought, you know, oh, this is just a typical thing where it'll die down. It didn't die down. Um, in fact, the scandal kept um, growing, and they they did a, a lot of they pulled a lot of stunts to try to quiet. Um, But coming into this season, a lot of the TV critics were shocked that Adam was part of the coaching roster because they felt that he did a disservice um, and his heart really wasn't in it anymore. So, um, a TV line... Especially TV line kept saying, like, he needs to go on a break. He needs, you know, set out a few cycles. Um, And recently, one of their writers wrote it again that... uh, And the the Reagan fiasco was mentioned. But this was more, you know, he looked bored. He was slouching. he He looked miserable being there. So they suggested that he needed some time off maybe to focus on some music or... Um, whatever the case is. Um, and you, um, when they announce it, normally what they do when, when a judge is going to take a cycle or two off is they'll say, you know, this so-and-so is is going on tour or is really busy and they're going to sit out, but they'll be back. This time, the break appears to be permanent and it, it appears to be NBC's choice. Here, um, here are just some, a few choice quotes. Um... Uh, he on Sunday they did and uh, the Sunday before the upfronts Mother's Day of 2019. Just in case you're listening to this in another year, um, they they normally do a live show on Monday, but because John Legend, Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, and Adam Levine were flying out to New York um, for the upfronts, they taped a show. And allegedly, a source said that Adam Levine was just 
difficult. He would not, he didn't want to participate. He didn't want to do anything. Um, um, he was angry that he didn't have anyone. Uh, Uh, and apparently, part of his attitude came from a rule change where, uh, and again, this was what I said earlier, um, it used to be that a certain number of um, people from each coach's team went to the live battles, but that didn't happen this time. Um, John Legend, Blake Shelton, and Kelly Clarkson were the only ones who had um, contestants go to the next round. Uh, he told Rod Stokes, who was on Kelly's team, I still don't understand how you're not on my team. I don't think anyone else does, just because it's weird how it works now. I'm still learning the rules of the new show. Um, another source said, Adam had been checked out for a while, but this was a new low. It was essentially the straw that broke the Campbell's back. Um... And the, what they're talking about is while he was at the upfronts, um, he had no energy. He was scowling. He was not happy. Now, here's the thing. We talked before about how um, the Bachelor people said that they paid Kelly Ripa's salary, which wasn't true. In this case, Adam was acting like a douchebag in front of advertisers who really do pay his salary, which is a reported $26 million a year. Um, so just let that sink in. Um, Paul T- Telegaty, who is um, co-chairman of NBC Entertainment, wanted him fired right then and there. He wanted to cut all ties. Um, something happened... And he was forced to back down. But between um, May 10th when, when that happened and now, obviously he got his way. Um, for his part... Adam says, uh, here's Adam's full statement. It's on Instagram if you want to see it. About eight years ago, Mark Burnett convinced us to sign up for the show where you sit in a big red chair with your back turned away from the singers on the stage. First thing, you must go to Mark. We had no idea what we were doing or where it was going. After the first day of shooting, I sat there so I said to myself, there's some magic here. Something is definitely happening. It went on to be a life-shaping experience that will be close to my heart forever. Thank you, NBC, for signing me up. I am truly honored to have been part of something I'll always cherish for the rest of my life. Thank you to every every single coach I ever sat in those chairs with. That is a shared experience that is singularly ours. We have that for life. Thank you to everyone who supported this long, strange, and amazing left turn into a place I never thought I'd go. 
Thank you, Carson Daly, for babysitting the musicians and making sure our shoes were tied and we had our lunch boxes. You are the backbone of this thing, and we appreciate you more than you know. Audrey, thank you for being perhaps the most patient person in all the free world. Four musicians all at once is a lot. Sainthood is imminent. Thank you to Paul Mirkovich and the band for the re- their ridiculously hard work and learning more songs than maybe any band ever. Thank you to the people we. Thank, uh, that, that. Thank you to the people behind the scenes who do the real work and make this machine hum. To the amazingly talented vocalists who completed, who competed on the show and blew my mind on a daily basis. And Blake fucking Shelton, I couldn't hide my love for you if I tried. Seriously, I tried. Can't do it. Our friendship is and always will be one for the books. Whatever this whole surreal experience was, I'm just happy I got to experience with you. You're my brother for life. Kelly and John, take care of the cowboy, and I'm sure I'll be back to say hi very, very soon. So much love to you both. And lastly, to all of you loyal voice fans, there's literally no show without you guys. For me, it was time to move on. Your support has meant everything. And lastly, I'd like to thank my manager, Jordan, for convincing me to take that meeting. What an amazing ride. Thank you all so much, Adam. I don't think he'll be back. Um, maybe he'll put in a, like a guest appearance or um, I don't know what they're called. If Mandy were here, she could tell me. Um, not coach. I, the, um, American Idol calls him coach, but we're a mentor. That's what it's called, mentor. Um, but I don't think he'll ever sit in a judge's chair again, um, especially after the way he acted. Um, and there's plenty of musicians, much more famous, much more beloved than he is. Um, but this is a breaking story, of course. Uh, so I'm going to keep on top of it. And I will um, bring you all the latest news as soon as it happens. Um, and I hope you all enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Uh, tomorrow we have um, the MV Blind and Reveal. And... On Monday, we have the very fun, enlightening 90s blind item. Until, until next time, cheers.